G'day, teabaggers. It's Will here. Uh, welcome to episode 150 of Fofop. Uh, very excited that we've made it this far uh, for a podcast that was never meant to exist. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, I've got a couple of quick details up the front before we get into this double part 150 and 151 as we answer some of your questions with the fabulous Dave Anthony. Speaking of Dave, uh, Dave will be our guest as Fofop and Tofop come, come together. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have eaten a grilled cheese sandwich just before I did this. I started spitting it on the microphone. Classy, Ando. Well done. Welcome to 150. Uh, LA Podcast Festival, guys. There's a couple of things you need to know about that. Uh, firstly, if you are coming to the LA Podcast Festival, uh, use the link on the TOEFOP Facebook page uh, so that uh, they know that you're coming for our show and we get a little kickback for that. That would be fantastic. Uh, if you can't make it to the LA Podcast Festival, where I, uh, Dave... And Charlie will be doing the show together. Fofop and Tofop come together for the first time since the two universes uh, split off. So that's going to be very exciting. If you want to see that, if you want to see that show, if you want to see Charlie reading from his diary from when he was on year 11 and went uh, on his missionary work to India, uh, and you can't make it to the LA Podcast Festival, here's some good news. Uh, You can watch it live. There is a live stream of the festival, all you have to do is go to lapodfest.com slash live slash and uh, enter the coupon code TOFOP. If you enter the coupon code TOFOP, uh, it, get, it brings the price down for $20. That's for the whole weekend. You can watch every single show from the whole weekend. You can watch all the shows for the next three weeks. Uh, the festival itself is not going to make any money on this. They're really doing it because they want everybody able to see the shows and stream the festival. This is the first time they've done it. Uh, if you pay the 20 bucks, uh, you put in the TOEFOP code, uh, our show actually gets 7 bucks for every pass that is sold with that code. So if you're looking for a way to support the podcast, that would actually be an amazing way to support the podcast. We would love if it was the TOEFOP uh, listeners who were the ones who uh, watched most of the shows. You know, if we had the biggest download, that'd be a really big moment for our podcast. Obviously, on the day, we're up against Marin, so there might not be so many people in our room. Uh, If you could be out there on the internet watching us live, we would really appreciate that. So um, uh, lapodcastfest.com slash live slash and make sure in the coupon code you put TOEFOP for your $5 off for that. Now, uh, also in that same afternoon, I will be doing The Dollop uh, with Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds. So if that's extra incentive to uh, watch that show as well. But there's a, like some of the best podcasts from all over the world at this festival. So, I mean, it really is, really is good value. Uh, speaking of the podcast festival, the Cool Things for Cool People t-shirt and poster is now on sale at Astoy Merchandise. If you are from Australia and you buy the poster and the t-shirt and you put in cool things, uh, you'll get free international shipping on that. Cool things, uh, free international shipping, go to a store merchandise. Uh, There is a will call option so you can kind of order them online and pick them up at the podcast festival or there will be t-shirts available at the festival as well. So um, they're amazing t-shirts. Fosdok's done a great job. If you haven't seen them, go to the Facebook page and check them out. Uh, They're absolutely amazing and the poster is amazing as well. So uh, there's those plugs. Uh, we'll get into this episode really quickly uh, in a minute, but I'm just going to run through some dates because I haven't done that for a little while and I've got some coming up. Tomorrow, I will be in Seattle, Parlor Live in Seattle, uh, all weekend Thursday, Double Show Friday, Double Show Saturday. Um, come down, say good day, uh, hang out. It's going to be huge. So uh, come and see me at Parlor Live in Seattle this weekend. Uh, the next weekend is Podcast Festival. I've got a few really cool guests. Some people who are legends uh, in the history of podcasting are going to be on the show in the couple of weeks after the podcast festival because there's some people in town I've been able to grab a few. So uh, got some really great um, Fofop eps coming up. Uh, got one uh, with uh, Joel Creasy that I really love doing. Guy Branham's coming up. Um, 
I have recorded one with Shane Moss. People loved the last time Shane Moss was on the podcast and uh, this one's fantastic. Some really crazy things have been happening in his life and so he talks all about those. So that'll be up in the next week or two as well. So some really cool episodes coming up. Uh, from the 2nd through the 5th, I'll be at Rooster Teeth Feathers. Uh, check your local guides if you know where your Rooster Teeth Feathers is, but it's San Jose Way. I should find out better where that is. The 10th and 11th of October, I'll be at the Comedy Magic Club in Hermosa. At 13th, I'm at Hot Tub at the Virgil. From the 15th to the 19th, I'm at Hilarities in Cleveland. And from the 23rd to the 26th, I am at Zany's in Illinois. Uh, so after that, at November, uh, Saturday the 1st, I'll be at the Comedy and Magic Club. Uh, Tuesday the 4th, I'll be at the Comedy and Magic Club. Uh, fifth, I'm at Meltdown at Nerd Melt, which is one of the best uh, gigs going around. Comedy and Magic, uh, the 6th and the 7th, uh, I'm doing a gig with David Huntsberger. If you haven't listened to the David Huntsberger recent episode, Huntsburgers, it's fantastic. Check it out. Lindsay Webb's on that episode, but David also talks about his uh, Kickstarter project, which has only got a couple of days to go. So uh, if you're excited about his Kickstarter project and you want to support that, look up David Huntsberger and listen to that episode and get on board. It's going to be huge, but I'm going to do bis- uh, support. Uh, we mentioned on the podcast, I'm going to do support for him when he uh, records uh, some stuff at the Improv that night. Uh, I'm at Hot Tub on the 10th. Uh, on the 12th of November, I'm in Oklahoma. Uh, the 13th to the 15th, I'm at Hyannis in Dallas. Uh, the 19th of November, I am in Darwin. Uh, the 21st and 22nd, I'm doing Illuminati in Perth. And the 23rd, I'm in Kalgoorlie. Uh the 27th, 28th, 29th, uh, maybe even the 30th, I think, uh, of November, I will be in Melbourne at the Comics Lounge with Justin Hamilton doing kind of a rerun of the Illuminati show. Gee, even I can't say the name of my own show. I will be doing a rerun of the Illuminati show um, as I get that ready for uh, doing the big special at the end of the year at the Opera House. So a uh, little chance for Melbourne to touch in if you didn't see the show earlier in the year or if you just want to see it again and see what I've done to it in the meantime. Uh, December the 3rd through the 6th, I'll be at Helium in Philadelphia. December 10 through the 13th, I'm at Comedy Works in Denver, downtown. Uh, from December 16th to the 20th, I will doing, be doing a run of my completely improvised shows at the Sydney Comedy Store. Uh, just a few nights, uh, recording them all and, uh, yeah, completely improvised from start to finish those shows. So if, you, if that sounds like the sort of thing you would be interested in, then from the 16th to the 20th, I'll be at the Sydney Comedy Store uh, doing that. All right, and here's the big one. January 19th at the Sydney Opera House. Um, this is the biggest gig of my entire life. Uh, it's me playing... Uh, the main room at the Sydney Opera House, the concert hall. It's the first time I've ever got to do it in my life. It's, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's a pretty big deal for me. So um, uh, it's the last night of the tour. It's the last time I'll ever do the Illuminati show. And uh, it's just going to be big. It's going to be a celebration of like this year of just getting to do stand-up and um you know, hopefully you're going to record this big show at the Opera House and sort of I'd love for you guys to be there and be part of it. So put it in your diaries if that sounds like a good night. I think it's going to be a great night to come and see see the show and be part of that night if uh, if you're a fan and you, you missed the show when I did it in Sydney earlier. So January 19th, I will be at the Sydney Opera House. Okay, that was a lot of plugs, guys. I appreciate that. But guess what? Seven minutes of plugs, but now like nearly three hours of like free nonsense. So that's not too bad, right? Thanks for the support. We'll talk to you again soon. Cheers.
The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Toe Fop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Faux Fop, episode 150. That's our new theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Guest Charlie number one, Dave Anthony is here. How are you, David? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. It's 150. I know. It's I crazy. know. It seems like just the other day we were doing 100. Right. But you've been doing a ton lately. I have. And in fact, it's not even 150 because I put out like episodes in between <laughs> and the numbering system is... There's uh, some A's and B's and oh, C's. Right. The numbering system is at best arbitrary. At best. <laughs> And they're all out of order. Someone said, someone tweeted me the other day. They were like, "Is it too late to get into Fofop?" I was like, I, "As if there's a consistent storyline that you won't understand if you drop in for an episode." No, you have to go back to one. Yeah, you can't if you jump in at one thirty-eight. You're oh, just mate, it's so like Game lost. of Thrones. You're like, "Who are these people? Why do they hate each Wait, other?" There's dragons. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can jump in. Hang on, anytime. there was heaps of other people who all died. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Yeah. So um, no, but it's uh, it's good. It's like I mean, 150 is not really. It's like one of those things where in the AFL, I don't know if what it's like in games over here. Like, what's a huge amount of games in baseball? Jeter's about to retire, right? How many games would have oh he played in baseball? Oh my god! I mean, he's probably paid. So if he's played ten years, mid twenty thousand, you get up there. Yeah, right. Because they play 162 a year. So if he's playing. You know, 15 years. Right. So they're not celebrating game 150 then, probably, right? No. Oh. No. Because you, you're you doing a lot of them. Yeah. So some people are probably saying, look, it's a free podcast that you can put out whenever you want. That's right. Why are you celebrating 150? True. In the AFL, it's, it's become a thing now. Like, if you get to 100 games, you probably get like a celebration, maybe. Oh, really? Through the banner and like. How many are games are in a season? Uh, well, there's 22 games in a season. So if you play five seasons, you yep. get to run through the banner. You get to run through the banner. Yeah, that's a little. I feel like it should be. A if little you get to higher. 150, you might like get to bring your kids out. <laughs> it's true. There's various levels, and if you get to like 300, they'll carry you off. Oh wow! But, <laughs> but you don't get carried off at 100. Like, wait. Yeah. So here's something I just heard about the NFL. Uh huh. That it's killing people. Well, besides and, that, and it's full of it's killing people, and it's full of people. horrible criminals. Horrible criminals. Um, that, by the way, if people have not seen that dude I, Rice hitting yeah. his now wife, uh, it is one of the most disturbing things yes, I've seen in my ever. life. It's horrifying. Like they were like, "Oh, you can't play NFL anymore." I was like, "No, no, no, you can't be a human anymore. No, you're done. Why are you not in jail? Why aren't you walking into the ocean? <laughs> like, why? The minute I did that, I would walk into the ocean. If you, if you. That's not a first time you do that. If right. you get caught on camera at a, in an elevator knocking your wife out, that's not the first time you've done that. Right. You've done that a lot. And also, by the way, yeah, you're at a casino. Like, yeah. everything's filmed. Yeah. So you're like, you're cocky about it. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All these, it's like going into the Big Brother house and doing it. It's like, yes, it's insane. Anyway, ridiculous. What we're saying is punch, right. punch in a closet. Yeah. Um, 
That's the message. For 150, the message. we finally That's got 150. there. That's yep. uh, It's horrifying. I wouldn't even recommend watching it, honestly. No, no, no. I, yeah, I agree with you. You don't need to see it. No, no. It's it, 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 we're we're telling you it's terrible. That's good. Enough. Right. Yeah. It's like the beheading videos. I didn't watch any of those because no. I knew what was going to happen. Right. And oh yeah, you can guess the end. I can guess unless the end. there's a, like a happy twist. I enjoy my beheadings on Game of Thrones because right. it's a made-up show. Sure. <laughs> In fictional times. That's very fictional. Yeah. I don't enjoy my beheadings of a guy who was like a journalist. No. Not as fun. No, no, no. It's terrible. Yeah. And you know what? Like, and also, if you're a fucking journalist, if you call yourself a journalist mm-hmm. and you are a person who actually reports on fucking Kim Kardashian upskirts and fucking yeah. make lists of things yeah. on the internet, guess what? Yeah. Come up with another fucking name for what you do. <laughs> You're not a fucking journalist. No, you're bullshit. These guys are journalists. No, they're real in journalists. In this day and age of people not doing actual journalism, and it's not the, all the journalists' fault. Like, there's it's, no money to send no, people I know. out anymore. There's a lot of a lot of people who can't really do journalism. You want to do? Right. What are you going to do? There's no opportunity. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people go to journalism school going, "Oh, I want to make lists." <laughs> I really want to uncover 15 things you didn't know about the Mighty Ducks. That's wanna, my passion. I want to get deep into bacon. Right. How many kinds of bacon are there? 69 things about Point Break you probably didn't get the first six times you watched (laughs) it. That's my dream. That's my journalism. Remember when there weren't lists? Man, so it was... uh, It's one of those things where these guys particularly in how violent the world is these days and how Mm -hmm. little regard there is for journalism, these are guys who are still out there you know, doing it, putting re- yeah. literally risking their lives and to tell to get these stories out that would otherwise not get out. And one of them had been previously kidnapped yeah. and said, no, this is what I want to do. I want to tell the truth to people and find it out and then went back into... Well, because these terrible things happen, by the way, when no one knows about them. Yes. The best way for these people to win is no one to go there, for it to be mm-hmm. so dangerous that no one reports because then they can right. do whatever the fuck they want. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, amazingly brave, but you don't need to see it. No, please don't watch it. Like, seriously, if you want to see a beheading, like you said, watch Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is much better. Watch a big guy squeeze another guy's head until it explodes. That's what that is. Oh, that is what it's all about. That is acceptable. Yes, very acceptable. But you don't, and the thing is, is you don't want that guy's head to explode. No. (laughs) No, you don't. Uh, I'm going to uh, so, do a shout out and then we'll get to what you were going to say. The yeah? NFL thing? Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do a quick shout out because I don't, I don't want to forget to do this. My friend Sam, uh, who is one of my only friends who listens to the podcast. Like your actual- An actual friend Non-show of mine. busy, like yeah. a friend friend. Like a friend Like friend. a gentleman that you knew from- Exactly. Real life. A, a real life friend. Yes. A normie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a dude who doesn't have a Out, podcast. As we used to call him, civilians. A civilian, a punter. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Sam, uh, had surgery, uh, oh. this week. So he's been listening to the podcast while he's recovering in the gastronomy ward, which to me, Ooh. I thought, yeah, see, that's, yeah. That see, like to me, terrible... it sounds delicious because <laughs> I think gastronomy, I think like I watch a lot of cooking shows, you know, and yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. It's a place filled with magical cakes and foams. You're going to recover. Juice. You're going to recover in the gastro pub. Right. This is brilliant. <laughs> oh, it's a Ramsey, boy. a Gordon Ramsay gastro pub. This is a great recovery room. But I, it's not. No. It, no, it's... Yeah. I got a shout out on Twitter from... Um, uh, there's these two, David Burke and T- Takashi, uh, Chef Takashi. They are these brilliant guys who went through all star, uh, Top Chef All-Stars. They're like really uh-huh. well-regarded 
top chefs and they used to when they were young chefs they lived together and so they were cooking each other against each are. other on top yeah. chef uh, uh jewels the other night or as uh curtis stone keeps saying it uh top chef duels ah because uh, mm. he can't quite right. nail he that tries. american thing he's having a go <laughs> he's doing fine curtis <laughs> i don't think he needs our pity and uh, no. um so he um so I, I sent a little because uh, they were uh, dueling against each other on the show, mm-hmm. and their relationship is so, like it was just, it was a great hour. I know this sounds yes. like a silly thing to say about Top Chef, no, but, but it was a great hour of watching two competitive, excellent people who are also just really great friends. I think enjoying cooking together and competing together. I think that's when that show is is at its best is when they're very fam- when the master chefs are very familiar with each other, right. It's always awesome because... Well, even the way that they put the challenges together because they each get... So like on previous weeks, they each get a, uh, to bring in a challenge. Mm-hmm. So in previous weeks, like people were like, well, I've decided to do like desserts made out of like hair because I know that's the one area that he has no training in, hair desserts. I and don't know. Whereas like... I want to eat hair. With Takashi, <laughs> um, he was like, well, this is like David's favorite thing. Like ah. I'm going to go yeah. head to head on with on this yeah. you know and i was like that's really nice too like it's yeah. a it was just a really fun thing so i tweeted that they should have like a reality show where they move back in together because they used to live together oh my god and then like it's just a reality show about their relationship yeah. and like them cooking and stuff like that yeah anyway so i tweeted that and then david burke like tweeted me back and was like that's a great idea and then like hooked into kashi to the little conversation and i had never felt happy <laughs> 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 i was honestly the joy that that brought me. Yeah. Like, now I know, like, I'm never probably going to have a child, but I feel like I know what that would be like now. I, I had an experience. There was a, when I was in the 90s, I was very into indie music, and there was a band called Belly. Oh, yeah. And the yeah, lead singer, Tanya yeah. Donnelly, who yeah. I was super into. Yeah, and totally. Why wouldn't you be? I was sitting on Marin one day, and Marin mentioned that he worked in a restaurant with her when he lived in Boston. They were all waiters. Uh-huh him and another someone else in a band and so i tweeted to her and she tweeted back and we started talking and i'm like i am tweeting to t-. and everyone's like okay dude and i'm like no this is a thing this is a big point in my life right yeah yeah no one else no one cares no one else <laughs> but we're all different people you yeah. know right? uh, okay, it's just so- like i'm doing a benefit on sunday Opening for Cracker and Cameraman Beethoven, which were two of my favorite bands ever oh my God. when I was starting out. And now I'm like opening for them at a show. It's crazy. Right. And I tweeted that. You're looking at, you're looking at them like, what happened to you guys? I know. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I, gotta be, I mean, things are going okay for me. I am on the way up, but I still don't feel like I am up far enough. That, like, I feel like this says more yeah. about you guys than me. Yeah, something, like, something's wrong on your yeah. end. Something's way wrong on your end. Right, yeah. You high-five them on the way through, but you're like, guys. Uh, and they're going to be like, oh, there he is. Uh, but I tweeted that, and all I got was, how are the 90s? Awesome. People poked. Yeah, I was yeah, like. But how were the 90s? Uh, they were awesome. great. They were fantastic. Great. Bands like this existed. You been to Portland? Yeah. Uh, okay, so NFL. Tell me about okay, what you're so, about the NFL. Uh, there's no. Do they have bathrooms on the sideline in the Australian rules football for the players? Yeah, no. Okay, and how long are the games? Uh, well, the quarters are only about half half an hour. Okay, right. But football, it's a lot longer. They're out there for an hour and a half. Right. Apparently, they pee themselves all the time. They just pee themselves. Well, there's no bathrooms, and they 
they're so sweaty and they have to go, so they just pee themselves. Well, that's, uh, they do that in marathons. Marathon runners pee themselves. Yeah, but they just like, and like sometimes more than that. Well, that's what someone else said. Sometimes they do also shit themselves. Right. And, and apparently, where the. Um, apparently, he's a not so tight end. Come on. Hey, hey loose end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> they, uh, they have those little review booths. And the guy started using that where they'll go in there and throw a towel down and pee in there on the towel. Oh. So they use okay. it as like a little... So if you ever are watching the sidelines, like see a, a guy like, go in... It's like a hobo thing. Yeah. Like it's essentially like it smells like homeless people. In yeah. There. It's really... It, it makes me happier and happier that I don't watch the NFL with each thing I learn I about imagine it. though that that would like, you know, insofar as if you're like a, a tackler or whatever, it would make you even more fearsome if... Or if someone's going to tackle you and you could just shit yourself. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, people are going to... I don't think you're going to go as hard as a guy. Do you know what I mean? If you know that when you tackle him, you're going to get covered in his shit. That's, I would not tackle anybody. No. I'd go have a good time in the end good zone. Good time, man. I'm not touching you, you what? shit, man. You've still got shit in your pants. <laughs> you have, so, you know you what? have seven points and shit in your pants. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what? Yeah. And I have not seven points and no shit in my pants. No so shit. who's the real winner? <laughs> well, the guy without the seven points. It's... um. It, in Australian rules football, occasionally they will still because they hydrate a lot, you know, because they're yeah. that's because this is why well, that's doing thing. It as well. Yeah. They have to be overhydrated to right. play at that sort of level. So occasionally, if an AFL player hasn't like timed it well or whatever, uh-huh. you'll see like in the huddle. So not during the game, you can't right. just like go over to the side. Yeah, because AFL is also it's not right. In, it's round. It's, yeah, and it's not in lines like right. the NFL where you're off for a while. Yeah, like, all the players are playing, so it'd be really fucking weird if, if like, a guy ran over the game. Guy just ran over and like leaned into the fence and had like a wee but, up against the goalpost or something. But it feels like that should have been happening since the beginning of the sport. So then everyone would be used to it. They'd be like, oh, yeah, Gary's having having a a wee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, Gary was having a wee and the other team scored. And that's because Gary was having a wee. Um, I you know so, but occasionally they'll in like say in the huddle just like before or whatever someone's missed had yeah they someone will do a little sneaky really yeah oh that's yeah fantastic. so just out the side of because yeah. because they're not wearing big pants like the NFL right like they got the shorts on yeah you can't take so off they the can NFL. just do a little uh, yeah. you know here it goes down the leg there yeah. you go okay yeah oh, that's terrible secret way oh okay so uh, DC yep Washington DC so you know how we we felt about Superman. Everybody knows how you and I felt about the movie Superman. Yep, Man of Steel. And if you think about um, the Batmans, there wasn't a lot of comedy in the Batmans. No, no, there wasn't. And there was zero comedy in Superman. There was... Zero. A th- zero intentional comedy. Right. Zero intentional comedy. Yeah. And I feel like I laughed a lot when Russell Crowe was making the doors go up. <laughs> with his magic hands. <laughs> Yes. And I think when they flew away in cocks at the start, yep, like definitely when also, they got in the giant cocks yep, and flew into the sky, I'm pretty was, sure I giggled at yep, that. that, that oh, was, and when we saw Superman's cock, his tiny baby cock, that was I yes, definitely giggled. Yes. I was like, "That's Superman's tiny baby cock." All, un- all unintentional, right? So, and that, and that's also like, <laughs> imagine if they weren't. Imagine if they like they got to the end of it and they were like, "This is a bit dark." <laughs> 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 How about they spitball? First three ideas. They, uh, they flow away in cocks. And then yeah. a, a baby cock. A baby cock. Baby oh, cock. Okay, okay, we, we got two cock jokes. We got two cock jokes. 
Uh, Russell Crowe does something fancy with his hands. And then doors go up. <laughs> uh, that'll and do. No, We've got do two it. cock ones. That'll round it out. We have two cock okay, ones. Okay, so tell me why this is. What's, what's going and, and, on? What have you found And I out? think it's one of the reasons we dislike Superman so much is because even in, in the worst of times in people's lives they still find a place for comedy like it's a it's a defense mechanism it helps people it's right a, it's a real thing that you do in times of pain and it's also why i think because i've seen the first episode of uh the flash you uh-huh. know they're making the the tv show the flash uh-huh. and it's fun like right. they've gone back to going but the flash is fun yeah like you know let's just de- like it'll be you know a little bit of a but it's just going to be fun and but i'm that, like that's, okay that's marvel right the flash yeah, because the Green Lantern is no, DC. no. The Flash is uh, the is Flash it? is DC. Okay, because the Flash is part of the Justice League. Well, so then it must be just movies they're doing this in. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, right? Martian, Green Lantern, Man, Green Lantern. Okay, so the Flash. That's that's why this happened. Okay, so the Green Lantern was a little lighter in its tone, and it failed. It was a failure as far as movies go. Right, as far as anything goes, and so like literally, that was a failure in every way. Yeah, and so I think it's Time Warner, Warner Brothers decided that the reason it failed was because it was a, a lighter tone and had jokes. So mm-hmm. they have said there are absolutely to be no jokes in any DC superhero films. Oh my god, that means they're going to make Aquaman without jokes. <laughs> So it's going to be a gritty Aquaman, but they're not going to have any, no jokes at all anywhere in any of the DC films. But how can you do? Thank you. How can you? <laughs> like, isn't there just going to be one guy going, hey, um, I know we're all like taking it really serious that there's like a fish man, but he's, but, but okay, you just said fish man. He's a fish man. <laughs> He's like a fisherman. He lives with the fishes. He's like controls. the king of fisher. Hang on. He can't do things on land. He's no. a fishman. He's a fishman. No, no, let's take him seriously. Ser- really seriously. Let's take him really seriously. He's a no fucking joke fishman. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That is. I heard that from movie writers. So That is one of those things where they've completely missed what was wrong with it correct because here's what green land and i don't even have to like hypothesize that this is the case yeah. at the time i wouldn't have known how to do this but now i have a real world example of how they should have done it mm-hmm. the green lamp movie should have been done how they've done guardians of the galaxy which i haven't seen that's but that guardians of the galaxy is kind of green Lantern. Like okay. as in like, you know, it's kind of like an anti-hero hero and right. a bunch of like space people. Right. It should have been like, an anti-hero And it's hero. like yeah. funny, like it's a funny, yeah. you know, that's what, like the Guardians of the Galaxy is so much better than I thought it was going to be. Like, that's what everyone says, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought the second half's great mm-hmm. and I'm actually going to watch it again because I think it took me the first half to just get right into the world and I think if I go back now getting uh-huh. what's going on, yeah. I'd enjoy the first half more. But it's the, that's what, Green Lantern should have been like it's yeah. e- exactly the right tone, yeah. and pace. Some of it's really funny, some of it's still really actiony yeah. and serious. But you've got to deal with that because you're like, it's a magic fucking ring right. that like a guy finds, and, and that he like turns into fucking boxing gloves and bashes people and yeah, stuff. You've I got mean, to come on, and uh, hey, there's come on guys, we're yeah. gonna have some laughs. And at there's the, a the, the, the green... space 
part of guys with green lantern. It's just, it's so preposterous. Right. It's almost like a guy who's like the king of fish under the ocean. Right? Yeah. So enjoy Aquaman. It'll never get made. It's getting made. They're all getting getting made. It won't get made. That'll be their Hulk. It'll be the one that they just can't. Oh, you think? I don't know. I think they're going to make it. It's a running, it was a running joke on Entourage. Like the Aquaman film is a running joke in that, that everyone's always getting cast for the Aquaman yeah. or the Aquaman film's going to get made. True. It's not going to get made. I don't know. There's more chance of the fucking band Aqua reforming. I think. Like the, <laughs> than the Aquaman movie. Okay, we have our first major disagreement on, on uh, faux fop. I think it will get made. Well, I mean, you know, look. There are no depths. If they can't make Wonder Woman though, like you can't make Wonder Woman. You Aren't they making Aqu- it? They're making it. They keep saying they're making it, but they isn't keep- it being made? I don't think it is. I think it's moment, being is shot, it? isn't it? Right now? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look that up. And while you're looking it up, uh, I'm gonna tell you a story. Tell so, me a story. I'm friends with. Uh, I became friends with an English writer who wrote a, a show that's rather large over there we've all got friends mate and no need to and he you. invited me over to a barbecue okay. and i was like are we, okay. are we able to ask what the show is or do yeah we, i can yep. the in-betweeners okay okay that is a big show and and he invited me over to his house for a barbecue and i just thought it was going to be some you know yanks <laughs> right and i show up and it's all these it's like the guy who created peep show and Stephen Merchant and it's all these like people. I'm like, right. oh, guys that I like seriously respect, right? Like, cause he's a like a big comedy super, like yeah. yeah. And it turns out that his friends are also big comedy superstar yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, that so, does tend to happen. So we're, I'm like, you know, hanging out with those guys, and that's all. That's all fine. I'm used to that kind of stuff, you know. But the kegs, he bought a keg. He bought a very expensive keg, and he's like, hey, my wife said, don't buy a keg, just get beer. And he goes, I'm gonna buy a keg. It's a party, right? So they have two taps and they can't get the keg to work. Oh. And we're pumping it and we're trying all these different things. And every once in a while, some beer would come out and we'd be like, we got a beer. And then it would stop again. And it's becoming a running joke. Right. And so me and like f- five guys, Ian and the guy who owns the in-betweeners guy are sitting around trying to figure out the keg. And Stephen Merchant's dad walks over uh. and just goes, and literally this has been going on for two hours. We can't get any keg, a beer out of the keg. And uh. Stephen Merchant's dad just goes, just tip it on its side. And we tip the keg on its side, and it flows <laughs> with magic beer for the rest of the party. <laughs> and we're all just like, Stephen Merchant's dad is a genius. No, you're it all was... idiots. <laughs> like, you are like monkeys trying to make tools work. That's what that story is about. You've completely missed the point of that story. <laughs> you're like, he's a genius. No. That is not the moral. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not a keg aficionado. No, no, no. That's just proof of why you're all comedy. But in America, because you can't do stuff. But in America, the kegs all stand up, right? And but, you pump them, yeah. And the pressure takes the beer sure. out of the. <laughs> but when that doesn't work, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it feels to me you are too tied to the theory. Yeah. Rather than looking for what would give you the desired outcome. True. You were like, this should theoretically work. Oh, like over a, and over. You're like a theoretical mathematician. Yeah. And then, and then the, I will say, the genius comes in, the old professor, <laughs> and solves the riddle. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
Anyway. Uh, okay, so here we go. What I'm saying is that Steve Merchant's dad is a keg genius. Uh, when will Wonder Woman get her own movie? So this is from, this was the top search that came out. So the infamous, no, so this is what is happening. I know that, yeah, so this, I think that she's going to be in uh, Batman versus Superman. Ah, oh, that is correct. So that's shot what it is. Because I've heard them talking about her outfit yeah. and all that stuff. She's going to be a terrible, weird character. Because that is a character made by men so that they could look up and see a woman's ass. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't think I mean, think even it's... her jet's invisible, so you can still see yeah. her ass. Oh, so, so, <laughs> no, so, so it's a woman dressed in like a little bikini and she has an invisible jet? Okay. okay. Made by guys. Yeah. <laughs> bangles. What's her weapon? Bangles. She has bangles. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a ridiculous... Uh, it's very Aquaman-ish. Uh, so... They are harder characters to translate in that way. I was yeah. watching actually uh, not that long ago, maybe like a few months ago. Uh, DC do like uh, movie length cartoons, you know, uh-huh. and they're they're really good. Like yeah. you know, because you can do like a Justice League and have like you know Batman and Superman and yeah. you know all these people like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman works. Green Lantern works. In, yes, like in a cartoon. Yeah, no, I I grew I grew up watching the Justice League. Yeah, yeah. it was all. It I was mean, great. that stuff's kind of fun. Yeah. And and they can actually the one I saw it was about um, bat. It turned out, and again I like this in a cartoon mm-hmm. because someone was attacking them all, and they knew the perfect way to like take each of them down. Sure, right? Yeah, and. Like at the end, they're like, and some of them were really dark. Like Batman was buried with his like parents in their grave and Jesus. stuff. And like, wow, had to, really? Yeah, had to oh, kill sh- Billy's way out. Like you know, punching. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. It was pretty. Like, wow. Some well, of them I. Kinda, I mean, if I was buried with my parents, I could probably punch my way out of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it turned out like the the kind of twist was that they had hacked Batman's computer and Batman was the one who'd come up with all the plans to take everyone down because he like needed a safeguard uh, uh, in case like, I, that, I was like, that's, that's a really good plot. Yeah. Yeah, that like, is. You know, if they, like I was like, that, if I saw that movie, that's like kind of, yeah. Cause you could ground it in reality through the Batman, you know, sort of, he's the realist one. Yeah. And then there's all this kind of like, you know, superhero and he's like, it was fun. It was good. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So Wonder Woman, let's see what's going on. Uh, she'll be introduced in Snyder's movie when it reaches theatres on May 6, 2016. Um, it's unclear at the moment, however. Uh, how Will she be a cameo? Hinting at uh, promise of stories to come. Will she be an integral part of the narrative? And... Okay, yep, no. So there's no well, Wonder Woman movie at the moment. The idea is to spin them all off into movies. Yeah. That's the idea. So I'm sure she'll have a decent role in the film. Yeah, you'd think so, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, we Because uh, it's 150, I uh, I asked if people wanted to ask some questions. And so people have... Uh, is there no cake? Uh, somebody actually, funnily, funnily enough, somebody said, you should do a cake challenge. <laughs> <laughs> the LA listeners, get what's them to a, give cake you a cake challenge? Like you know, like put the shout out and say, "Can you by the end of like whatever <laughs> get us a cake?" But I didn't think that was. I thought that was a bit creepy. Um, okay, uh, first question. Uh, Patrick Kelly asks after the in- after the inevitable Charlie Wars of twenty twenty four. 
which guest Charlie will reign supreme? Well, so that's like 10 <sighs> years in the future for a start. Like, so Yeah, that's a ways I off. I mean, it's weird that, that things Just, haven't gone well if we're still doing this podcast <laughs> in 10 years. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Things that, well, two things have happened. Uh-huh. If we're still doing the podcast in 10 years, two things have happened. Yeah. Either it's gone incredibly well and we're still doing the podcast in like 10 years. That's yeah. fucking cool, right? Yeah. Or things have not gone well. It's not gone well. There is no way in between those two things. No, there's not. I, I'm going to guess if we're still doing the podcast, things have not gone well. Right. And I imagine it's not a podcast anymore. It's some crazy... I've been watching... Um, right? Well, people are watching the holograms. Right. The, <laughs> the Intruders. Do you know what The Intruders I, I'm is? I've recorded it. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. So I'm enjoying it so far. It's yeah. not perfect, but I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. Uh, but one of the reasons I'm enjoying it, which is such a silly reason to enjoy something, but the main, this character that they always con- constantly talk about, you know, uh-huh. he's a guy who disappears in the, like at the start of the thing. Yeah. And then like, it's always like, what happened to, and his name's Bill Anderson. And so every time like, <laughs> I'm in this show, it's like one of those children's books that you can write your kid's name into so yeah, they yeah, feel yeah. like they're included. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm like, That's perfect. I'm going to be very loyal to this show based on the fact that my name is mentioned in <laughs> Speaking of uh, television, uh, it's it's good though. Like I I think you'll enjoy. By the way, I just started watching Fringe. Oh, okay. So oh, fuck, it's so great. It yeah, it is great. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, but I love I love when I love when shows just step into crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's my favorite thing about that show is like my favorite moment in every episode is the one sentence explanation of something that if you think about yes. it at all does, does not, not stand yeah, up. Totally. And it's like, well, how does this time travel thing? Well, you know how a basketball like bounces if you throw it at a chair like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no you're right. That's cleared it up completely. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. You know how Ferris Bueller had a day off? Yeah. That, that's how, that's <laughs> how it is. That works. That's oh, that, well, no, that explains it. Why, are they, why aren't there? Never mind. So, um, I mean, I just started season three yesterday. Okay. So, w- where does that, that put you up to? What's kind of, what, where are you up to in the story? Spoilers. Olivia has just been left behind in the bad universe. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Where faux Olivia has been. Hence, that's where and, and the new and the new Olivia is yep. the, the the bad Olivia is now with the uh, on the other side. They right. switched Olivias. Yeah, <sighs> that happens. That can happen. Right. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you don't seem yourself, mate. Hey, you know what? Maybe it's happening now, guys. <laughs> like if you're out there maybe. and that's you're around right. someone, yeah, and they don't seem themselves, maybe. Right. Yeah. Maybe you've been going. I should look after them. They're obviously going through a hard time, or oh, maybe yeah. they're a fucking evil person from another fucking similar yeah like very different but incredibly similar universe yes where we all still work at the same jobs where oddly i mean one of us one of us is evil and one's really nice but everything else is the same everything is the same oddly enough there's a lot of things different kind of but tom cruise is still a star in both right universes which is made me laugh so hard when they said that and the other in the other bad universe i tell you about a tom cruise movie and i'm like really that's the thing that's the same of course it is (laughs) um okay so uh leftovers yeah i watched it i did you watch the whole yeah you stuck you stuck it out i did we're we're me and you and my wife are the only people so i 
the whole time I was kind of like, I don't think I like this. But there was enough of it that I... Have we talked about it on the show before? We've mentioned it, okay. but we haven't like had a decent conversation yeah. about it. At the start, I was kind of like... Um, I, the concept seemed really good, mm -hmm. but I just couldn't quite get can, into a lot of it. I can tell you why. Tell me why. I can tell you the big problem with the show. Uh -huh. They shouldn't be showing the guilty remnants talking to each other you should only see them as sort of an abstract weirdness. Uh -huh. You don't know it. You don't go into that world and right. show what they are. You don't show them writing and talking to each other on pieces of paper. They're more dangerous the less you show of them. I agree. And there's too much of them. So there's way too much of them, and it takes away from everything. And I think... Look, I really enjoyed the last episode. Yeah. Like, I thought... Because there was a couple of things I was doing that I... But I this goes to your point. Where towards the end, I was like, I, I, I started to get what was going on. Because mm -hmm. they're doing something early on that people don't understand why they're doing it. Unfortunately, they, for me, they gave away what they were doing. Because they the episode before where they showed the day of where everybody... They should have done that as the second episode. Right. But they didn't do that because they wanted to put in everybody's mind what was about to happen. And they, they, they didn't give the viewers enough credit. Yep. And they sh and so that really fucked up their whole... Like, they may have lost the show because they did that. Yeah. Because if they'd done that episode as the second episode, everyone would have been in. Right. I agree. And what they end up doing in the last episode, I think, was a really good payoff. I agree. But I feel like they took us there. Like, you know, you, I was like... you like I, There was an episode before and I went, oh, okay, I get what they... I can't... Yeah. I didn't know exactly what they were doing. Yeah. But I kind of was like, oh, it's not this thing that... But I reckon if you could have the whole time you go, I oh, know they're doing this because they're doing it for this motivation. Mm -hmm. And then that thing would have hit you in the fucking face at yes. the end. And I think people still would have gone, oh yeah, okay, that makes uh -huh. complete sense. Yeah. But also they should be more shadowy and more... Yeah, in much the, more shadowy. Yeah. If, they, if you just saw them standing around right. looking at you instead of then going and seeing them you know, hang out and smoke right. cigarettes in their house, it would be a totally different thing. They're too, they're too much trying to make them people when they're which is the opposite of what they're trying to be, sort of. Right. Yeah, no, I agree with you. A mysterious presence on the sort of, yeah. like... Like the others in Lost. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, totally like the others He fucking created Lost, right. and it's right there. It's staring you in the face, the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... Because that was one of the best first seasons of any TV show ever, was Lost. Yeah. They're not going to bring... Um, it won't get another series, will it? The Leftovers? It says on IMDb, it says 2015... So I don't know, but people really because I kind of feel like where it left, like you know, we like I, I'm like okay, like you could get this right, but they shoot it in such a weird way and they yeah. focus on it's like they're trying to be like arty or whatever about something, but you're yeah. like you're just showing a guy put his pants on, you like know, that's not entertainment. You know, what like the, why are you lingering on this boring bit? Because get to the interesting bit. Because they're trying to be, you can tell he's trying to create a new lost, but it's not the right world for right. it. So it's got to be a different thing because Lost, you could focus on one thing forever and it's like, what the fuck is happening? But that's because you're on a crazy island. Right, but, but also is, it had this kind of idea of like that things might mean things. Right, little things could mean something right. huge. And so you're like, okay, he's focused on the eye. That means yeah. something or that chessboard will come back. And a lot of yeah. that stuff did pay off or had through lines at least right. that you were there. Whereas like in this, you're like, well, him putting on his pants isn't going to become relevant later. <laughs> I think I can just work it out from the fact that he has pants on now that at some stage he put the pants on. Like yeah. even if that is a theme that comes back later, yeah. that it's really important that he has his pants on, I will work that out from the fact that he has pants on. Yeah. Yeah, it's... 
But I liked the ending. I don't know. I think it's, I th- the other thing is, is like most people didn't like it, not because of the story p- points or they didn't realize it. Most people just didn't like it because it was too depressing. Right. And, and I think they, I think that's another place they fucked up by, by making it like, it's like they're, they're, they're not addressing the reality that it's, it's the rapture and right. everyone would know it. And it, it, there, there's like something missing cognitively about I think that part of the, the problem too is at the start everyone seemed really unsympathetic yes like everyone everyone and like by the end like you know say for example the priest character mm-hmm. right yeah. and I love Christopher Eccleston I think he's a really fun actor and yeah. stuff apparently he's crazy but like yeah. I do enjoy like watching him work but in the first couple of episodes he was like you just did not like his character was so was terrible. overbearing and like Awful. horrible and whatever yeah and you were like I don't like this guy. And it turns out, you know, you kind of like, well, I warmed to him a bit, like with some things that happened towards Mm -hmm. the end of the thing. And you're like, oh, if you let me like, I mean, you know. There's no one, the mayor you hate, there's like a couple of cops that are like bit players. You're like, well, that guy's okay. (laughs) But like the woman who lost her whole family, who you end up really, really liking. Yep. You hate her. At the, hate you her hate at the everybody. Yeah. You're like these people are all fucking assholes. The daughter is intolerable. Right? She's intolerably hot. Is that what uh, I mean? yes? Intolerable. <laughs> <laughs> but even like the character again, who has a payoff? The the kind of mystical guy, the guy who's taking the pain away, and yeah. there's a bit of a payoff, you know, with that at the end as well. Like he became more interesting, but he was again just and the son you didn't like at the start. Like everyone was I still just like, don't like I don't the like son. any of you guys. I don't like there isn't a character on the show that I can say that I like. No. Now well now I like the woman whose family disappeared. And the priest. Uh, maybe uh, maybe now. that's the twist. It turns out that that it, it wasn't the rapture because they're always like, Well, it's not the rapture because they took bad people and they took, you know, uh-huh. whatever. Maybe they just took all the interesting nice people. <laughs> Uh, that's that'll be the twist that we find out at the end. They took all, they took all the oh, interesting characters. Oh, it turns out all the sympathetic characters. That's the they common the, denominator. And it's not the rapture. They took them to another show. Right. And they're making show. a really good yeah, show good somewhere show. else. <laughs> this is... <laughs> oh, so they've been in bad actor purgatory the whole time. It's another one of those. Okay, I get it. No, it's meta. It's like it's working really on levels. Meta. I get that. Um, all right. Uh, so uh, let's go uh, we've only got through one question and we didn't ever really answer it but let's uh, go through a couple more and see if we can get what was the did we, we didn't answer it we didn't answer it but okay. let's move on <laughs> Meryl uh, uh, Meryl Barr uh, whose podcast we have uh, done yes we both done uh, which guest Charlie would be the first spun off into their own series what would it be called and how much crossover would there be with the overall uh, Fofop universe? Well, wow. I mean, I kind of feel like we, this, I think about this with the show and look, I get feedback sometimes from people who are like, well, I like this particular person on the podcast and you know, mm-hmm. I'm not so fond of this person Which or whatever. Is, yeah, that's how they work. Right. Yeah. Particularly because each one is a, I always think of it like a Fofop in particular as I think the hardest ones for me to do are normally the ones where I, it's the first time I do it with someone uh-huh. because I don't know what podcasts with them are going to be like. Right. Like, you know, when I do the show with Lindsay, if, if it's just Lindsay and I, it's always just terrible puns and making each other giggle. If yeah. I do it with like Jen Kirkman, it'll be about like, you know, that, the way that that goes. When I do it with you, I kind of think of it as a separate pod. Like, you know, well, yeah. our episodes kind of are separate. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't know how many like we've done, but I think it's like around 50 or so, right? Yeah, I think so. Which is like 
It's a lot of So podcasts. we should be having a celebration for our <laughs> podcast. Right. We should figure out how many we've done together and then we should have a celebration about right. that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it may, like, imagine if this is 50 and 100. Oh, my God. Like, the crossover. I mean, that's almost like um, fringe. Right. Yeah. It's all like fringe. It's meta. Um, all right. So uh, Gus has asked, what would you do if a comedian you disliked had a podcast and asked you to come on as a guest? Have you, has that happened to you? If a comedian I disliked had a yeah. podcast and asked me, I would say no. Right. Yeah, me too. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I, uh, I'm old enough to know that I don't need to waste my time on uh, people that I don't care for. Right. And usually, you know, most comedians, honestly, I like. Right. Uh, yeah. So it does. It's not like it. Yeah. Most comedians, like there are some comedians I dislike and there are some comedians who uh, acts I find detestable and I wouldn't do their podcast because of that. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Like the misogyny and stuff like that. I would have, um, I, I wouldn't interested. have people on this podcast to like, yeah. to, I mean, there I've had people on this podcast to do comedy that like, I wouldn't say lines of or whatever, but uh-huh. like there's a certain style or attitude of stuff that I would yeah. be like, that's not really right for me. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Luke's asked, um, Oh, actually let's go to Samuel's here thing. Oh, okay. Well, this is we, we were kind of covering this off anyway. But Samuel has asked, uh, always enjoy both your views of TV and movies. What is your best of and worst of of the year? TVs and movies. Um, That's of the, the year, huh? The year? I can think of the worst movie of the year. I've got. I think Boyhood one. for me is the best movie of the year so far. I haven't seen it yet, but I do hear good things. It, it's a, it's two hours and forty five minutes, and it goes by in a flash. It's a sequel to Boys in the Hood, right? <laughs> No, like Lost Cuba, Boys. Cuba, 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 <laughs> Lost Boys in the Hood. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's about a baby vampire, right? Oh my that's God, right. I would love to make Lost Boys in the Hood. Lost Boys in the Hood. <laughs> uh, well, that's... Yeah, I would say Boyhood is definitely the best movie for me, without a doubt. I don't think there's competition. I haven't seen a lot of movies. A lot of movies... I enjoyed the Grand at Budapest Hotel. I thought that was fun. I didn't see it, but I'm done with him. I just oh, can't. Interesting. Yeah, I was done with him after the the Boy Scout thing. I can't do it. You no didn't more. enjoy that? No, that got I can't. me back, man. Fuck, I can't. Do I was uh, it's just so Life Aquatic. I jumped off. I couldn't understand oh. it. Like I like, I just didn't do it for me. Yeah. And then I watched the whatever the Boy Scout one is. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that. It's just and I'm back. So quirky to be quirky. I just can't take yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I like the Grand Bud- Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. But I can't think. Of, I, I'm sure there must be other movies that I've seen this year. That oh, you like Snowpiercer? Right? I did. I did really enjoy Snowpiercer. Yeah. What's the worst movie of the year? What's the worst movie that you've seen this year? I don't know. That's a hard one. It's not hard for me because I can't remember what they were. Right. Like they they go in and out of my head. I have one that stands out completely. Mm-hmm. Noah. Oh shit! I didn't see that. Oh, possibly the worst movie I've ever seen. Really? Oh, it's just it makes. I mean, I know it's based on something that makes no sense, but it's like, oh, let's make it. It'll make less sense. It's that. It's that. I mean, it looks. It looks insane. Like it's, it's insane. You can't. That's not what the story of Noah's Ark is. Right. Like it's. It's one of those things where, like, 
Darren Aronofsky, when I heard that he was going to do it, I thought, well, you know what? He's just done a movie about somebody who like is having like a psychological breakdown and like, you know, creating this other sort of character. And I thought if he takes that kind of exploration of the story of Noah, like, you know, and you do it as this guy who like believes, he believes that God is talking to him and like he's telling him to do this. But like to everyone else, he might like people might be like, you know, is he is he crazy? And you could do it in that way of going the whole way, not knowing yeah. Is this like is God it real or, or is like yeah. really talking to That would make like, sense. And that would be a really interesting take yes. on the movie. But, but that's not. He made a movie that pleased no one. <laughs> like, he made a movie that religious people hated. Like, you know, like, firstly. Oh, right. That's like, right. Because it, it, it. it wasn't their story. No. Like, there's these, there's these giant rock angels that are on earth. They're like I'm fallen angels. They're like giant rock angels. Uh, I'm sorry. They're kind of like imagine a transformer was made out of like rocks. Okay, and and, and that's, they're fallen angels. Okay, I feel like we've I feel like we've strayed from the Bible. Right. Yeah, and you know how fond people, religious people are, oh, people they stray love from it. the Bible. You're gonna love the new rock angels, right? And so they're these fallen rock angels uh-huh. that like essentially that's how he gets the ark built. I just want you like to he keep slaves. I just want you to keep saying fallen rock angels like, for the rest of the podcast. I'm gonna call this podcast fallen rock angels. <laughs> uh, so he gets these weird fallen rock angels and he like enslaves them. Wait, how does he enslave them? Oh, you know, twelve years of rock angel style. No, he <laughs> Like, because God's telling him stuff. They never mentioned. So he gets, so God's, By the like, way, so God's like, here's how you can take care of Fallen Rock. Right. And he goes, oh, there's a key to enslaving them. Yeah. And, so, then, and then they build the ship. Right. So firstly, they never mention God's name. God doesn't get a fucking shout out in the whole movie. He's called the creator. Right. So okay. they only ever all refer right. to the creator. All right. So, so, so we all fucking I mean, know who you're talking about. <laughs> Noah's Ark. We know the fucking story. Okay. It's not like people sitting in the cinema going, oh, who's, the who's this creator? Who's the creator? Who do you reckon it is? Yeah. Is it going to be one of these guys? Like in the <laughs> usual suspects? Do you think it'll actually just be like his son, Ham? Like whispering through the bushes, build a giant boat, dad. Yeah, Kill go. everybody else. Make the rock angels yours. So, um, yeah. So these giant rock angels that he kind of enslaves and used to fight the armies that are yeah. coming to get on his boat. Well, now, what, now, you just say that like that's a thing. So so he built a big boat so that everyone's like, we got to get on that boat. Right. That so what basically is? what happens is like God says to him, you know, it's going to rain. You got to build a boat and get all the animals there. So that, or the creator says that. So he gets the rock angels on board. He's like, guys. Hey guys, you guys are rock angels. It's more like a, you know what it is? It's more like a situation like they have in America where like some like Mexican guys will hang outside yeah. like a library or whatever to do day work. Yeah. So the rock angels are just kind of fucking sitting and then, around. And then he goes to him, or it's like when you're playing basketball and the basketball goes off the court right. over to the side and you go, little help? Yeah. It's like that? Right. Yeah. Little help. That's right. <laughs> the rock angels are like, well, yeah, well we're full of rock we angels. We've got nothing else to do. What the fuck are we going to do, right? <laughs> Might as well build a boat. Will we get to come on the boat? No, no, you won't. No, no, nope. you're rocks. No room for the fallen rock uh, angels. You'll sink it. So. You're just weird CGI. But uh, thank you very much for being here conveniently. Right. And you saved me a lot of time uh, of showing me just using a hammer and nails. Do, and they I, use, I, do they use hammer and nails? What did the rock angels use to put the boat together? Glue? Uh, oh, no, construction. They use construction. I'm sorry? Construction. You know okay. how you put like wood into other bits of wood, uh-huh. and that you can build a giant boat that'll hold two of every animal in the world, you know, <laughs> like that, because they're giant fallen rock angels. Okay, so so were they carpenters in yeah. Rockland where they came from, Skyrock? 
They are. So that's actually, they were in, no, in heaven. In heaven, they were carpenters. And they got sent back to Earth. Okay, because hold up. Because they hold had, up, it was a dodgy up, construction hold job. Hold up, hold up. A lot of people were killed. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who... Hang on. What is, I'm, so not that, sure, I'm not okay. sure I have any of the answers hold to your up. questions, by the way. <laughs> what is being built in heaven? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, it makes no sense. Up I, there, there they were no, building like bars and movie houses, and right. down here they build boats. There is no way of me explaining it to you that I understand. But uh, so here's some other things you need to know about the film: <laughs> um, is uh, they're vegetarians. Who the Rock Angels? No, oh, no, that, I don't think they eat. You don't okay. see them eating. Okay. They don't have a smoko N- in between construction where they all go off to the side and have a smoke <laughs> and eat a pie, have, have, a, have a nice coffee. <laughs> Like that scene in Shawshank Redemption where they all right. have a beer on the roof. Right. Yeah, it was a great day when Noah gave them beers that they could have for the prison slave work he was getting uh, them to do for the boat they would never get to go on. So Noah's a vegetarian. Right. Noah and his family are vegetarians. Okay, so they're not going to eat the animals. Right, when they're on the boat. What are they going to eat on the yeah. boat? That's why they want to save animals. They think are animals they... are better than humans. What are they going to eat on the boat? Um, Is there gardens on the boat? I guess I'd just take some nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Is there at some point where they're like, uh, you know, the squalhami is uh, not, uh, I think it's a vegetable. Do you know what a squalhami is? No. It's one of the animals that didn't make it off the boat. Oh. That's why you don't know what it is. Yeah, Because right. they fucking ate it. Oh, because they ate it. Yeah. Uh, well, so it turns out that they, because here's the big thing. How do you keep all those animals on the boat without them killing each other, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. Right? Do the now, firstly, angels? they all just rock up two by two. That's. What do you? Oh, they. I mean, the animals they, just fucking all rock they up. They just so. Is there a whistle that's blown? Right. <laughs> yeah, he does that. That like, like a farmer whistle. Yeah. Just puts two. Yeah, it does that. And then they. They all just come. And then they just. So is it one point that he just opens the door and the animals walk in? Is that how it works? Right, basically. Because God, God's like, okay, God. lemurs. The, the creator, I mean, not Sorry. God. Sorry, so the, the, the creator is like, God. all right, tigers, you're next. Uh-huh. And they all walk up in a row? Like, yeah, well, uh, they all just like a swarm almost. They oh. all kind of just arrive, right? Yeah. But luckily, uh, Noah's wife, I think, uh, was, I can't remember if it was her or not, but luckily one of them's come up with a potion, uh-huh. like a, you know, a potion huh. that can just like put all animals to sleep for about the right amount of time. Well. I mean, that's uh, lucky, right? That is super convenient. It's so good that we still have that medicine. Now, the right amount of time is what? I don't know. Whatever they need for the movie. Is it, wasn't it like 40, 40 days and 40 nights? Yeah, 40, yeah. So, so, so they think so. They think that the audience are the stupidest people ever, right? Okay, okay. but Noah is—he's uh, convinced that they're going to be the last people. He doesn't want to go. Like, what do you mean the last people? Like, they're not making any plan. Like, for basically, once he's like, you know, kids have their kids, and then just oh, yeah, when their family dies out, they're done. Who, oh, he thinks right. that once it's but he but he, who's, so he's who's, trying to save the animals. Who's getting on the boat? Noah, uh-huh. Noah's wife, uh-huh. two of his, two, like I think one of his kids had a girlfriend, like I had a wife or a girlfriend already and then his other kid, there's a storyline where he's, he meets a girl and he wants to take her and his dad and Noah won't let him take the girl. So, so, so what, so this is encouraging incest. Because, incest, yes. Because he's going to have to fuck his daughter and the other kid's going to have to fuck his wife to make more. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
there's there's a point. Well, so that's why he's not taking like anyway. They're just going to die out. So they never do. No, that. he's not. Here's he's what happened. Fuck, he fucks right. his daughter, and that's the closing scene. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a terrible film. No, so what happened? So. Well, no, I'll say one of the leaders of the other arm, like the people who are trying to get on the boat, yeah. like gets like onto the boat and uh-huh. then is found by the kid who's angry uh-huh. because like Noah let his fucking new girlfriend get killed. Oh, right. And then like Noah goes fucking crazy yeah. and like tries to kill everybody. But like he has a kind of like, it's like the shining, mm-hmm. but on a boat. Oh, sure. And then, and then they get back to the, like, you know, they, you eventually at the end you see them, like Noah's obviously been living away from the rest of the family, you know. On the boat. No, no, at the end. When oh, like, they're, they're on, right, they're, they're on land. Uh-huh. And Noah's clearly been living away, you know. Because he's a total douche. Right, yeah, and 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 because he's just gone crazy and he wanted to kill his whole family yeah. and they're not into living yeah. with him because of that. And then at the end, you kind of just see Jennifer Connelly like they have this moment where you're like, and they're just like, and then they're kind of together again, yeah. you know, like, and you're like, yep. no, no, he just remember how nope. he wanted to kill you all, just like no, but she, weeks ago, but she remembered he's the only man left on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what she remembered. <laughs> she said, you know what, he's not perfect. <laughs> But my options are fucking my own son uh, or going back to my crazy husband. I'm trying to look up. Uh, there's a list of the worst movies of the year, and uh, I haven't seen most of them. It's what amazing. is the list? Tell, I'll oh, tell you I how just, many of I them I've seen. I just switched over. Yeah. Here, I can go back. Um, well, that's just it. You, you, okay, from the start, and and Noah's not even here. But uh, Legends of the Legend of Hercules the, is that the. No, that's the other one. That's okay. not the not uh, the rock one. Yeah, I Frankenstein. Oh yeah, that was pretty terrible. I saw that. Are you here? <clears throat> Haunted House Two, Vampire Academy, which is sad because I know the guy who wrote Vampire Academy, uh-huh. and he's the writer of Heather's. He's a friend oh, of mine. Yeah, yeah, and he was brought on to write it like Heather. That's yeah, his like style. A yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, Weinstein cut out all the comedy. And the comedy that he didn't cut out, he would just leave the punchline, so it didn't make sense. Yeah, so but that's the punchline's the funny bit, Dave. <laughs> All the other bits filler. Just get to the punchline. So the actual movie is about twenty minutes longer the way it should be, and it's and it's a satire. And now it's just a movie about vampires uh-huh. in the academy. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, the Nut Job, Winter's Tale, Blended, Rage. Um, Winter's Tale I saw That was pretty terrible Blended was the Adam Sandler Drew Barrymore thing I don't need to see To say that was terrible Although I would say That I had this idea When I was watching Noah For an Adam Sandler movie And like Adam Sandler is No-ish His brother (laughs) And and the tagline is His brother also had a boat And it's like about Noah's idiot brother Who also feels like Just a smaller boat And like Also manages to escape With his idiot adventures No but He takes one of each animal He's trying to breed them With each other You know like Hijinks in shoe Wouldn't he have a party boat Yeah party boat Yeah Yeah. that's right Yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Legends of Oz Oh that was the Yeah okay Yeah Yeah. no Transformers 4 Yeah well I, I don't need to say that To know that would be the case Yeah Ride Along Oh, that was the cop. Uh, it's like uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Kevin Hart. Uh, Transcendence? Uh, that was terrible. I uh, saw that. That's the Johnny Depp uh, singularity oh, movie. That looked, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Sabotage? Sounds familiar. Yeah, not sure. 
A Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I haven't seen it, but I've actually heard from a couple of people it's not as bad as you would say. Really? Yeah. I mean, as in, if you have low expectations, you might. Yep. Yep. Uh, Need for Speed? Uh, the, uh, oh, that's the Aaron Paul. God, uh, why did he do that? Money? We've already I got imagine. Fast and Furious. We don't need. Yeah, I guess, but right. that's not your first one out of the shoot when you've done that. Probably owed someone a favor. Gimme Shelter? Oh, no, I didn't say that. But I don't even know what that is. So, uh, it's amazing how many of these I haven't seen because I used to see every movie. Um, right, Think Like got- a Man 2, Brick Mansions, Pompeii, Three Days to Kill. I mean... I saw Three Days to Kill. That's the Kevin Costner um, movie that I couldn't quite tell if it was like... It was one of those movies where I'm... Uh, either, this, either this is like a really funny tongue-in-cheek, like, you know, kind of satire, uh, or it's terrible, and yeah, I'm not sure which. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has it also made a list of the best tongue-in-cheek satire movies? <laughs> of the that's, that's the important. Monuments Men? Oh, that was the Clooney yeah. uh, Diamond thing. I was going to see it, but I heard it was terrible. I heard it was terrible too, so I didn't say A Million Ways to Die in the West? Oh, that's the Seth... Uh, yeah, someone should not star on their own movies. Right. Um, but you know what? Like, what does he care? No, he doesn't. I mean, care. like, seriously. No. He can just make movies. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's got all that fucking sweet family guy money, and oh he'll God. never have to work has, for the rest of his he life. He has a fucking empire. Yeah, an, he's empire. an empire. Like, yeah. he... So if he wants to fucking put himself in a few movies, uh, you yeah. know, then fucking good on yeah. you. Do what you like, mate. Expendables 3? I never saw anything after Expendables 1. Yeah. I have not seen any of the Expendables. Paranormal Activity, the latest four. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was terrible. Divergent, you saw that? I did see Divergent, yeah. Actually, you know what? I watched Divergent again the other day. Oh? On the plane. Uh-huh. Because I got to that point, you know, where you've uh-huh. watched everything. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not, you, you're coming around I'm coming bit? around okay. a little. Yeah. Are you going to see I'm the, certainly in for the next one. Are you going to see The Crazy Maze or whatever it is? Oh, my God. <laughs> am I? <laughs> we should go see that together. That, that is Maze Runner. Stunningly ridiculous. That is, honestly, you have, like, for those sort of movies, because you know I love kids killing kids. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, you get, if you, no, it's great. If you've got kids killing kids. Yeah. Guaranteed, Will I, Anderson totally, is going to buy a ticket. I agree. I'm in. Right? Yeah. So, um, I also this is like my real big guilty pleasure yeah. is I fucking love mazes. <laughs> <laughs> I really never thought anyone would say that to me. I love mazes. You know, but so you there you, you, do you like being in a maze? Like, do you, would you love being in a corn maze? Are you particularly are you, if it was like a, a labyrinth sort of a maze where oh, like yeah. you have to answer questions and like oh, solve? Like yeah. if there was like a real life one of those where like. You know, it's like, like I was saying this the other day that I would like to see my ideal TV show was the is the Amazing Race, but through a maze. Well, that's like where they have like different types of like at yeah, each you're place. stuck in a maze, right? And to get out, yeah, you have to complete certain things and yeah. answer certain questions, and that's the sort of challenge. Oh my mm-hmm. god, that's actually a pretty good reality that's a really show. Really good, yeah. Like it's a set in a maze, show. yeah, and the challenges are the people trying to get out of the yeah. Oh I my mean, god! I mean, it kind of then, is just but, a giant version of what they do on Survivor, I suppose. I like guess do, so, do but challenges. the idea that's in a maze is cool, right? But then it would be great if people actually died. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to pitch that. That's my reality show in there a maze. Three hundred um, Rise of an Empire. Three hundred. Saw it. My friend Sullivan Stapleton was the uh, lead in that, and uh, so I went and saw it, and he was great. But okay. the movie's not fantastic. Um, Cold comes the night. No, the art of steel. Yves Saint Laurent. All cheerleaders die. Wow. Sin City. Oh, the new one. Did that come out already? Yeah, it's out in the movies at the moment. I heard it wasn't fantastic. That's too bad because I really liked the uh, Heaven is for Real. 
Robocop. Uh, you know what? I didn't think that the Robocop remake was as terrible as I thought it was going to be. It was just nothing. Yeah. You know, like it was, it, they did do the, uh, like they did a nod to the, I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar thing. And like, oh, and yeah. it just was not good. No, it was like, well, I was like, don't, don't, don't remind that. me of the better movie yeah, in this please. movie. Mal- Malef- Malevolence. That's yeah. the, the, what's her face? Angelina yeah, Jolie. Angelina. Oh, here we have it. This is the, I would agree with this is the worst movie I saw. Rio 2. That's the worst movie I've seen this year. Is that a children's film? Yeah, well, I I actually uh, went in and did punch up on it. Uh, uh, they didn't use any of our punch up. <laughs> it's so bad. The first one is actually fun and cute and good. It's about a couple of birds, whatever. Last blue macaws, and then they do a follow up because the first one was successful, and there's no story to be had, and right. it's fucking terrible. It's terrible. It's a terrible movie, and you have to sit through them when you're a father. Of a child. It's it's worse than Planes 2. Oh, gee. Which isn't even somehow on this list. Jack Ra- Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit was pretty pretty horrific. Yeah, that was a bit unwatchable. I watched it. and Purge Anarchy is here now. I think that is better than that. Haven't seen it yet. Anyway, there you go. All right. Uh, what about uh, TV? <sighs> Best show of the year? True Detective? Oh, yeah, I'd have to say True Detective. John Oliver's show for me. Yeah, Last God, it's really great. I think it's redefining. It's, uh, it's unbelievable like, what you can do. Yeah, and he's doing such a great job with it. I agree. Like it's and it's he, amazing. Yeah, it really, really is great. He's really taking apart like America and and just his, fucking... in that perfect. I think that's the thing that's amazing. He's been here long enough, mm-hmm. and he does that really good thing of like because he's. And I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day of like, you know, meet, when I come to America, I'm very, I know Americans don't like outsiders telling them about America really, right? I don't mind. But he has this great thing where he's like, I, I'm, I'm on board. And yeah. that's what I'm like. I need America to work out. I've moved here. I bought yeah. furniture. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't fuck it up now, guys. We're so fucking it up. Come on. We're so fucking it up. Right, but I I still believe that you can turn it around or at least fucking pull it out of the nosedive. You know what I mean? We don't have to bottom out. I don't know what to tell you. Like, you you know, (laughs) I mean, maybe we can, like, let's just have a few years where we just make, you know, we can just make the playoffs. Do you want some some advice? Yeah. Build an arc. Build an (laughs) arc. So... Uh, he does that great thing of being an American when he like, you know, encouraging, like, yes. I want America to be great and I yes. want America to be better, but then being able to step outside and use his perspective to, yeah, uh, he's doing, so- that's really fantastic. Let's not even bother about worse, but they're both great really. T- the only thing that is annoying me about True Detective is, and it's nothing to do with the TV show, is, yeah, Matthew McConaughey is now doing that car ad. Have you seen it? Uh-uh. Where he's uh, so it's an. Oh, I don't want to see that. You don't want to see it. I'm already upset. You don't want to see it. I'm, I'm so it's a car that. ad where he's Why? half doing the character. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh it's, so God! It's, it's Matthew McConaughey, but he's kind of just saying mysterious, weird things while he's driving. Why? In the, he doesn't need money. Jesus Christ! He's fucking. He's killing it right now. Right. He's he's got like a career that's about to become legendary at this right. point. Don't do that. Uh, Mick asks, where do you see yourselves at age 150? Where do I see myself at? Yeah, age 150. Yeah, me too. (laughs) If you had to live one day over for the rest of your life, what day would that be? Mm. 
David Asso? Um, boy, that's an interesting one. I would say the first time I did stand-up. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a pretty good answer. Like the first time you'd lived that day. It was such a rush. Right. And it was so like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. It was such a defining sort of moment, which don't come along very often. When, and I think a lot of people get that in their life where they, where they, in five minutes, they go, this is what I'm going to do with my life. Right. Well, I'm so glad that you said that because I'm going to play this to your wife and son. <laughs> well, I would say I would say I can't say his birth because it was horrible. I thought right. my wife was going to die. That would make you hate. Like that's literally like you'd be like, "Yeah, I want to live that day over." The day my wife nearly died over and I over. I mean, have again. you heard that story? Like she, um, she like pa- she passed out once, and mm-hmm. they came in and woke her up, and then she passed out again, and then all of a sudden there were thirteen doctors in the room, and it was like a total terrifying. I was literally in the room thinking I'm going to raise this child on my own. Oh my God. So it, it was not a pleasant experience. No. So yeah, let's go with the stand up. <laughs> Mine would be my birthday, my 40th birthday this year. Still the best. Oh yeah. Birthday. You best fucking love that. Life. Yeah. From that whole day. Yeah. I'll do that. All, that, all that, was a, that was a tremendous birthday. Right. Yeah. Uh, although I want my day to start from about midday on the day of my birthday and end about midday the next day. Not, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want any. I don't want you to cut me off at fucking midnight because some of the really good shit happened. Yeah, technically the next day. <laughs> I wish. I wish I had been more successful because I would have loved to have flown down there for it. <laughs> well, for my fiftieth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we have to finish up in a minute because uh, I've got Joel Creasy coming to do a podcast at four. But um, we have heaps of other questions, so you know, let, we'll keep them and we'll do another question one but i okay. wanted to get you basically i just wanted to get you in for the 150th because sure. you have been the person who's done the show the most and so i thought it was appropriate uh what uh can we tell people we can tell people about the podcast festival it, yes the podcast festival so here's the deal with the podcast festival there's a couple of things we uh, want to talk about because there's going to be live streaming yep. of the festival and we put tofop and greeting eyed letters and the dollop sort of later at times where we think people in australia can watch them yes and for each each podcast will have a code and if you go in to sign up the live stream that code will kick some money back to that podcast so that's a way for each podcast to make money and one of the things we want to try to do is obviously i'm going to probably go to melbourne this year yes festival melbourne melbourne start calling it melbourne Melbourne. well i'm an american so i get to say it like it sounds no Not if you want people to come to your show. <laughs> that sort of American attitude of I'll say it how I want to say it is the exact thing no, but that will not drive punters through the door of your show. It's an accent. No. It doesn't. I'd- Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> but when we look at... So is it Jason Byrne? Yes. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm losing this one. Um, that's going to be hard for me. Okay. But I'll try. try. Melbourne. Melbourne. So I'm going to spell it in my mind, M-E-L-B-U-R-N. Melbourne. Yeah, or even like take the R out at the end. Melbourne. Take the what out? The R out. 
Melbourne. 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 No, no R. No, there's an R in the word. Yeah. It's an A as okay, well. Okay, go fuck but, yourself. But, now, you guys, <laughs> now you guys are just now you're just fucking with people. <laughs> and Brisbane. Melbourne. Yeah, and Brisbane. Brisbane. Melbourne and Brisbane. <sighs> Fascinating. You don't podcasting. get to ignore. Letters. I hope we're still doing this in ten years. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, so so the idea no, is that, that for podcasts to to make the podcast money, we can kick back money on the streams. Now, our, I I think is I'm I'm going to be going to Melbourne, uh, the festival, and we would like to bring the dollop. But the way to do that is we have to have enough money to bring right. Gareth. So the idea is that it, is if you go and use the dollop code, every every dollar the dollop makes now through poster sales, through T-shirt sales, through anything else, will go to funding getting Gareth to the festival and right. doing a live dollop. That's the idea. Yeah, no, and that's, I mean, but that's what we've done with Charlie. The last bunch of uh, T-shirts uh-huh. that we sold, we used the money for that to buy Charlie the ticket to fly over to LA right. for the podcast festival. Yeah. Like that, I, 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 I've mentioned this a few times, but I know people don't listen to every episode. So uh, my attitude with like what, uh, whatever we do financially with the podcast mm-hmm. is it goes back into the podcast. Right. So whatever, you know, when, I'm, whenever, you know, whatever whenever it's the live stream or it's you know, like buying a ticket for Podfest, you know, that we get money from or that if it's, you know, buying a t-shirt or like whatever, yeah. buying a poster, at, you know, podcast fest or whatever, the money goes back into the podcast. It'll only make us, you know, enable us to do more things and cooler things. Right. And yes. Right. Totally. Yeah. So that's the idea behind the streaming and the dollop and Gareth. Right. So yeah. So and there's a weekend pass as well, isn't there? People can like, mm-hmm. but you can just watch individual shows if that's yes. what you want to do. I don't. So, I don't know if you can. Well, I think it's all a weekend pass, and you just put in the code and. That don't think I thought there was going to be. Well, you'd probably know because you're I, one of the I organizers be, of the festival. I might be wrong, but the email they sent me the other day in, in said indicated that you could kind of do that thing going buy the weekend pass and watch everything, or you could buy like a day, like a day pass, or a show pass, oh, maybe right. a specific show pass where I you don't, could just watch. They're, they're so putting it together right now, so I'm not right. sure what they came up with. But I, I, I don't know. Because the conversation I have, I don't know if that's going to work, is it going to work? So sure. it's very confusing for me. So that may, may be... Something will ha- be happening. Yeah, and I didn't get that email. We will give you more information. <laughs> so... Um, so that's happening. Uh, obviously, we'll get someone Podfest from the festival is, on to answer these questions. Yeah, right. We'll get someone who actually knows what they're talking about. September 26th through the 28th is when that's happening. And then there's obviously... In LA. It's going to yeah. be great. And if people want to follow you on Twitter, at Dave Anthony. Uh, if they yes. want to listen to your podcast, it's called The Dollop mm-hmm. uh, with Gareth Reynolds, who Gareth Reynolds uh, people is, is fantastic. So funny. I've uh, been getting some great feedback too. In fact... I, Funny because Gareth and I talked about um, my fascination with Hotel Hell and how oh. Gordon Ramsay keeps like taking yeah. a black light into places and pointing yeah. out people's semen. Yeah, and so I've just been sent a lot of photos of semen. <laughs> That's sometimes. Sometimes I enjoy the audience involvement more than other times. Uh, but um, it, the dollop is just. It's really fantastic. I've, I've been telling you this, but some of those stories are, if people haven't heard it yet, like they're, they're, some of these stories are just amazing. Like the the dynamic between you guys is fantastic as well, but the stories themselves are fascinating. I know. I like always, some of them are like, I would love to see a movie about this or I'd love to see a documentary about this dude or yeah. like, yeah. I'm wondering if I'm going to run out, but I keep getting more. Well, because I, I think keep- ordinary people and, you know, like... I mean, there are so many TV shows and whatever that rely on this, like any yeah. of those true crime shows or any of those sort of things. Like they, you know, sometimes these people are incredibly fascinating. Yeah. And looking at how someone became 
what they became as well totally. is always fascinating. Totally. Particularly when you know it's not going somewhere good. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so people can listen to that. Um, if you like this show, of course, you know, as we always ask you, just, you know, pass it on. Uh, like, tell somebody about it who you think would enjoy it. Don't tell anyone who you don't think would enjoy it. Yeah. We don't need those people. No, we don't. I'm fine. I'm we, fine. Yeah, we do hear about They do tell us about it on Twitter. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. <laughs> don't, don't need to know. Invite someone cool. Some or guy. if you don't know anyone cool, then just don't invite anyone. It's some guy on Twitter who's been on Twitter for three years. They, someone said you, there's all these great comedians you can see blah 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 and, and then he tweeted yeah except the ones what about the ones that are really not very good like Dave Anthony and then I went and looked at how many tweets he uh, made or did he make two tweets and they were both about you no it was just one was about me and one was just <laughs> random and I was like wow what was the other thing that he had an opinion on it was just That's totally random I was, like, I was like I like graham crackers like it was just total nonsense tweet and then one like this guy's terrible <laughs> I just thanked him. Um, well, you know, at least he knows who you are. Right? He's provoked by you. <laughs> That's good. That's an interesting thing, I think. Um, yeah, I've got dates all over the place, but the big one is I'm in Seattle next week. So uh, at Parlor Live in Seattle, if you are in Seattle, you know anyone who is in Seattle, uh, send them down to the show. That'd be really cool. Uh, and if you're in Seattle and you know someone who can help me out with medicine, <laughs> it's Seattle. We should be fine. That should not be it's a not the It's not the place on my tour that I'm most worried about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Definitely not. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, thanks very much for listening and we'll talk to you again soon. Oh, Dave, oh. it's 150. We need a special sign out. Oh, God, I didn't even think of yeah, that. Yeah, sorry. Faux 50th 100. <laughs>